everybody. I go by the name of Sly. And I'm Cartier the Dawn. And we want to encourage you guys to listen to The Melting Pot. Where we will release new episodes every Sunday discussing today's most hottest and controversial topics. Stirring up all things popular culture. And you know what they say. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Brought to you by The, the Melting Pot. Pot. Yes, and welcome back to another installment here at the Melting Pot. I'm your host, Sly. I'm Cardia the Dawn. In today's segment, we have a special guest coming to the show today. Um, and he may or may not look familiar. But before we get into that, <laughs> you'll find out why he may look so familiar. If you would like to introduce yourself, you can go right ahead. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Tony Aaron. And I'm glad to be here with y'all today. Glad for you making the time in your busy schedule. So, Tony, tell us about yourself. So, uh, well, a little bit about me is uh, I'm an artist. Um, my genres are gospel music and Christian music. And I also sing soul. You know, that's a little taboo when you sing gospel. You sing soul on the side. But, yeah, you know, I sing some soul music, too. You know, just good music, inspirational, good vibes. That's all. So, you're a singer at night and a teacher by day. I am a singer by day, a singer by night. <laughs> And a teacher. All yeah, so you sing <laughs> always, yeah. I always sing, and I, and I am a teacher also. Where does your musical background come from? Did it come from church? Oh yeah. Uh, so the bedrock of my artistry, I should say, is was birthed in the church. You know, gospel music. My mom was in the choir and one of the leaders, and so every Thursday night, you know, taking your homework that you had to do, sitting in choir <laughs> rehearsal. So while they rehearsing, oh, they're trying to do some math. Right. Uh, and um, and that's kind of where it all started. I started, you know, learning the songs. And so instead of doing homework, I'm out there directing the choir, you know, in the back pew or something and singing. Um, and I also come from a musical family. You know, my uncles, my aunt, my sister. Now, my daddy don't say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he is our number one supporter. Amen. Um, but, you know, it's just a, um, we're a musical family. So Christmas and Thanksgiving with us is just, you know, a good time. A singing good time. Yes. Right, right. So where do you place, like, in your vocal range? It's like tenor, alto, baritone? Uh, I'm a tenor. I'm definitely a tenor. Um, I graduated from Augusta University with a degree in voice. And so I, uh, I guess I would say a trained tenor, but yeah. Yeah, I sing tenor. You know, you know, the, the voice is an instrument and it's amazing that with, with some of the things that we are able to do with it. And so just because I may sing tenor doesn't mean that, you know, I oh, don't push the limits a little bit, go up and oh, oh, use his feet a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> when you're really feeling it, take it up there. You when know? you're really feeling it, you know, take it on up a lot higher. So you said Augusta University. So you from CSRA? I am born and raised in CSRA. 
Uh-huh. Um, I went to Cross Creek High School, the best high school in Richmond <laughs> the County. The best high school, right? Because I went to Cross Creek. <laughs> yeah, so Cross Creek High. And, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we sound oh, so Lord. Here. <laughs> Well, you know. She from, we're she a Razorback from, Nation. Yeah, she's from Atlanta, so she yeah, don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Okay, praise the Lord. Bless your heart. I'm Razorback. But uh, <laughs> we're Razorback. And um, I went to college at Fort Valley State University. But y'all okay. had the best time of my life. You know, but I wasn't gonna finish. <laughs> I wasn't gonna finish at Fort Valley. You know why? Because um, I wasn't going to class. Yeah. And, and so, hey, hey, listen, <laughs> I come straight out to church and I got a taste of the real world. And I was just like, oh, baby, this one freedom for your life. Right. Um, but no, I um, got serious and transferred to schools and I finished at um, Augusta University, which was one of the best decisions that I could have made uh, in my life. So is there anything like significant that made you buckle down and focus or? I had a college professor who said to me, um, sent me down in their office and said that, you know, you're not going to be no teacher. You know, grad school is going to be impossible for you to get in if you don't get your life together. And so that really, really helped me, you know, and then, you know, school costs these days and I didn't want to, you know, have up to $100,000 worth of debt playing around. So. That was another motivator once I saw that I was, you know, wasting money um, that really, you know, helped me to put things in perspective and go ahead yeah. and finish school. That was the best decision I could have made. And listen, it took me five years, but I finished. That's all that hey, as, long as, as long as you finish. As long as you finish. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's different for everybody, you know. Because, yes. you know, it's most of us are making that transition. Like you said, you you felt what freedom felt like and went yeah. with it. You know what I'm saying? So it right. I mean, because, you know, I, you know, I love my parents, but, you know, I was sheltered. You know, my mom and daddy, he's like, no sleepovers. You don't go to people out, you know. I was sheltered. Um, and so when I, you know, got out there on my own, it was like, culture shop. You know? Right. <laughs> but I'm glad. But hey, just like the scripture says, you know, you raise up a child in the way that they should go. And they should get old. They won't depart from it. And they may stray off a little bit. But they won't depart from it. You know, they always find their way back like a prodigal son. I always find your way back home. Mm. Amen. Who would you say, um, as far as artists, are some of your, you know, inspirations or, you know, some of your favorites? Oh, okay. That's a good question. Um, some of my favorite artists, oh, gosh, it's, it's such an array. Um, I love Dietrich Hatton. Okay. Um, I love Ty Tribbett. Okay, so those are like my top two or top okay. two. Um, for gospel music, I am a uh, an old soul at heart, so I still listen to Sam Cooke. Oh yeah. Um, I still listen to Aretha Franklin. Aretha. Um, <laughs> I, you just seen the movie. Um, you just seen the movie. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't that a good, great movie? Yeah. Um, and the genius. Uh, <laughs> I love Stevie Wonder, and believe it or not, I am still a pop fan of Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. I listen to Michael all the time. Yes, I love her. So, which leads me to listen to people like The Weeknd and Bruno Mars, and, and so I like I like them. So that's more so the secular side, but the gospel Christian music: Dietrich Haddon, Kirk Franklin, we don't love Kirk, right? Ty Tribbett, Tasha Cobbs. Um, right now, I'm listening to Jaquela Carrillo Heavy. Right now, she's really getting me through, and I appreciate her ministry. And so, so some of the people that I think I would say influenced me. I, I love their ministry. I love the ministries that they have. So what sounds will we hear in your music class when you're teaching them? Mm, well, that's 
interesting because it depends on what day that you come and what we're working on. <laughs> Some days you come in there and you hear us clapping and, you know, making all kinds of interesting sounds, you know, learning different vocalises and stuff and explore with the voices. And some days you come in and you may hear Bach and the boys or, you know, Mozart, Handel, Haydn. Um, you know, or you hear uh, some spirituals because I love spirituals. You know, I teach spirituals all the time. So you're going to hear some good old spirituals and of course American standards. And every now and then, you know, when you get ready for spring concert, you have to pull out a little something, a little something um, spicy on them, you know, a little <laughs> pop music, not a little pop music, you know, saying a little gospel. Um, because in the school, you know, it's, you know, it's a little bit different. Um, I yeah. teach within, you know, what the standards are. And so I want my students to ensure that they um, have experienced the a variety of genres um, and to grow to have an appreciation. You may not, it may not be your favorite, but you may not love, you know, um, classical music, but I want my students to have an appreciation for it. At least they understand, you know, uh, if it's in a language, they know how to, you know, go and look it up and find out what, you know, they're, what they're singing about. So just want to have an appreciation. So what grade do you teach? I teach middle school. Middle school, okay. Middle school. Yes, middle school, yeah. <laughs> it's the best we all, we're discovering ourselves yeah that is that is true these middle schoolers it's a new breed new yeah, but it's fun listen it's never a dull day i can believe it yeah, yeah. <laughs> a dull day but it's good it's fun it's fun it's damn that tiktok until yeah. taking over so, y'all t- y'all tiktok yes. in the class y'all tiktok in the class you know, no, I can believe it. but I do. <laughs> I am a creator, you know, I do put some content out there every now and then. Yeah. And, you know, my students absolutely love it. And sometimes I'll pull them in to do a little sketch or something that I'm doing. But, you know, they're actually, my students are actually the ones that got me on TikTok. I didn't even know what TikTok was, and I'm not even that old. <laughs> I'm just 31. I'm not that old. Right. You know, I didn't know what TikTok was. Yeah, it seemed you know. like it came out of nowhere. It was like out of nowhere. It was like, like boom, boom. boom, like an invasion. Yes, yeah, so I started scrolling. You know, looking at some stuff, and I said, "And now you can't post. You should post. You should post. You should post." Let me tell you something, friend. You listen. You just watch one video, and then one turned into a hundred, and a hundred turned into two hours later. You know, been on yeah, two hours later, right? <laughs> But we, we, you know, it's, it's not all downfalls. It's great for No, it's some good stuff yeah. out there, too. Yeah. It's some good content. Establish a brand mm-hmm. for yourself and, you know, yes. working. Yeah. So yes. it's some positives within it. Especially somebody with a voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sing on mine sometimes. Not as often as probably I should. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta change that. But, you know, I sing on there. And, you know, I'm a comedian. I really, I really think I am. And so I'm over there doing some crazy sketches and stuff. Just want to, you know, make people laugh and have a good time. Yeah, I talk about the Lord. I be preaching to the people. Because these people got to be saved. You know, we live in the last meet of the day. Folks out here are crazy. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> need to get saved. And so I got to be on here and I got to preach to the masses and let them know, hey, Jesus is coming. Hell is real. Huh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Cartier mentioned, um, you know, having a good voice and you were on The Voice. Can you tell us about your experience? What you can now? Yeah. Well, the only thing I can tell you is to tune in on Mondays and Tuesdays. I can't say anything. Just tune in. Listen, I'm telling you, it's going to be a treat. This is a great season. I tell you that much. (laughs) <laughs> Got you. Can't get nothing else out of you, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just got to tune in. 
You see, I tuned in for him. And didn't know it was like what season twenty one. Season twenty one. Yeah, this is a really that. great season. Yeah. yeah, I look. We look forward to look forward to seeing it. Yes, I look forward to seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think you'll be? shocked or you know trying to pick out little things like oh what did i do there because <laughs> it's always weird you know so. now that is a good question um as an artist i think anytime that we watch ourselves you know we're our toughest critics um and so i oftentimes i have I, i've had to teach myself let me say this way. i've had to teach myself to sometimes just turn it off and just enjoy it and just you know let it be what it was you know because it was in the moment it was perfect for that moment and you know to try not to overanalyze and over critique oneself and so because I do have a terrible habit why did I do why didn't I do this you know that's me and so you know we'll see I just try to be open-minded and just enjoy the moment watch it like an audience man. how did you choose your song choice I'm pretty sure a million songs went through your head and you had to choose one so like yes. what what was the process throughout choosing that? This is the song. This is the song. Well, anytime that I choose a song, it doesn't matter what platform I'm singing on, uh, whether I'm singing at church or, you know, whether I'm singing on a different platform or a more secular platform. Um, I think the process is the same for all artists. You know, artists sing things that they can connect with. And if you can't connect with it, you find a connection with it. Um, because I don't care really, and honestly, my philosophy is, it doesn't really matter the genre you're singing, especially when the music is positive. Be careful about that. When the music is a positive message, you know, just feel good music. I think it's all, it should always be intentional. You know, we should always want to create moments for, you know, the listener um, because you don't know what people are going through when they're listening to your music. Um, somebody, you know, even though I may be singing a secular song, but you can find, you know, liberty in the lyrics while talking about oneself um, worth or you know you know even just reminding you of who you are you know and so I think that's the process for many artists that it has to speak to you and we have to be able to communicate that emotion to our audience that was a long answer <laughs> hey but a great answer though so do you have do you have any original music like do you make music yourself I do have original music out I have a single that I released some years back entitled Fresh Fire Okay. And um, I have some covers that I've released on YouTube. And it's so funny that you asked that question because, you know, you know, there's something cooking. There's something cooking. Uh, I can't talk about it, but okay. there's something cooking and coming up very, very, very soon um, before this year is out. And so I'm really excited about that, um, you know, to release some music. I say that, to release some music. Can you tell us a little bit about your creative process? Like when you're writing lyrics or you know, how do you go about you it? You want all the trade secrets, friend. <laughs> oh, okay. well, you, you want know. all the trade secrets. <laughs> Some people have rituals you like that. You know, do something before. You know, so I didn't know. I hit, they, I, listen, yes. You know, the saints out here doing some interesting things to, to get those creative <laughs> juices flowing. Yeah, no, but those are trade secrets. I can't just share them with trade secrets. Okay. Okay, we got you. <laughs> Okay, well... But a prayer, I'll say this, I'll say this. Prayer is a vital part of the process. Now, the Lord just checked me that way. He said, hey, you can't hold that back. Prayer is a vital part of the process. You know, I feel like one has to be led. You know, especially when you're talking about producing music for the masses, because it's not, 
just music for yourself, you know, but it's, it's again, it should be purposeful, uh, intentional. And so I, I believe that that type of direction, you know, comes from God. It's a, it's a divine connection that one must have to be able to hear what should be written down on paper. That will provoke change. That will, you know, be a positive influence on people. That will bring salvation. Because y'all you know I'm saying gospel music, hallelujah. You know, that will bring salvation. Heal the depressed. Because music, you know, there's a whole field out here for music therapy. You know, there is a therapeutic agent um, to music. And I truly believe that even God uses, can use music to um, not only heal, but to also save people. Yeah, friend, that's one thing I can't share to you about, you know, my process, my creative process. We take that. We take that. We take that. You can never have too much prayer. No, no. Every day. Every day. You know, with all these things you use your voice for and all the singing that you be doing, do you do you get nervous? I get nervous all the time. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know that ever will go away. Every time that I have an opportunity to to sing uh, or even to share a stage with someone. I'm nervous every single time. Um, and I don't think it's always bad nerves. You know, when we think about the word nervous, we always connect it to something negative to be like, oh, it's a bad feeling. But, you know, I think it's even good nerves, excited, you know, just that overwhelmingness of excited, having all that built up energy. Um, and the butterflies churning, you know, ensuring that I like that um, <laughs> yeah. we do our best. You know what that feels like? Yeah, no. <laughs> the butterflies are like, oh, Jesus. You know, but, um, yeah, I mean, everyone wants to do a good job. Everyone wants to present, you know, to the, the spirit of God and make sure I'm hearing clearly that I stay on assignment and not get caught up in my flesh and think it's about me because it's not. You know, and so I'm, I'm nervous about that because that's a glory carrier. You know, that comes with big, a big responsibility. And so being able to, you know, carry the God's word, even if it's through song, it's a big responsibility. And so that makes me nervous. And I don't want to get out here and mess up. And that's, that's, that's another <laughs> big thing. You know, I don't want to be up here messing up. Right. <laughs> so, right. Sometimes the internet is not so kind, Frank. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> You know, you listen, get up that side of crazy if you want to and see what happens. But I think you, you know, you got so it. That's why, you know, we have to, you know, do what we got to do to make sure we're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> so, with all the music that you, you know, make or, you know, in your secret process, what's a message that you want to get across to your fans? What that, do you want them to take away most from your music? That anything is possible, mm-hmm. um, that nothing is impossible. Mm. You know, sometimes um, our dreams feel like just that, a dream. And we sometimes lose sight that our dream can become a reality. And, um, you know, but the thing is, we can have all the faith in the world, but faith without works is dead. Right. And so, you know, if we are willing to do the natural you know, then God says, I'll slap super on top of that and do supernatural. And so, but we have to be willing to do our part. Um, But what I want people to take away is, you know, nothing is impossible and that all things work together for good. You know, that's my favorite scripture, Romans 8 and 28. For we know, without a shadow of a doubt, that all things work together for the good of them 
that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And every one of us, you know, have some type of calling on our life, whether it's to be a basketball coach or whether it's to be a player, whether it's to be a singer, whether it's, you know, to be a host or a journal, whatever. Everyone has a calling. And so every experience that we go through all works together for the good. And so I want to touch on that in my music to remind people that, hey, you got a guy who's able to do anything for you. Now, the only thing you got to do is trust him. And I put that on my Facebook the other day. Trusting God is easier said than done, but it's a must. You got to do it. But, um, you know, that's what I want people to get out of my music. You know, you yeah. trust God, you know, in the process. And listen, he's going to make that thing work together for our good. How he does it, I have no idea, but he's good at it. Huh? Come on, somebody. If you weren't doing music right now, what mm-hmm. else would you be doing? Probably in the church. Yeah, I mean, I see something, something um, you know, I'm a minister, so I probably just ministering to God's yep. people. But I just couldn't imagine my life without singing yep. and music. I mean, yep. I'm just thinking about, oh, man, you know, that would be tough for me. But I guess, um, when I guess, yeah, I, I definitely would continue preaching and um, because I love it and um, continue teaching. I love that. Yeah. I love I'm working with my students every day, um, you know, helping them become successful and um, achieve their goals and reminding them that, you know, they are definitely obtainable, you know, and so we're going to put in the work and make it happen. So, yeah, but definitely preaching, sharing God's gospel and teaching. I'm going to do that. So who would you like to most collaborate with um, in the industry? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> You're not going to turn down nobody. <laughs> I wouldn't turn out anybody to collab with. Um, but some of my top people I would love to collab with, Dietrich Haddon, Todd Tribbett, um, oh, Mally Music. I would love to collab with Mally Music. Tori Kelly. I love Tori Kelly. Okay. Love her. I would yeah. love to collaborate with her. Who wouldn't want to collaborate with Kirk Franklin? He's amazing. Um, I have a hit on your hands with Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so those are some people off the top of my head that I can think about collaborating with. Um, Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. That's I would love to do something with them. I think we could do some great, put some great music. Oh, please. So you're looking to be a third in Silk Sonic, huh? <laughs> Listen, I could be a little feature. I'll take my I'll take my three minutes and go. All right, look. <laughs> what church did you go to? I grew up Baptist. I am Baptist. I, I will actually call myself Baptocostal. Um, <laughs> But I tell Lyra River Baptist Church, I'm a minister of music there, worship leader. My mom's the pastor, Reverend Vivian T. Hambrick. You know, it's a family church. It's a small church. Um, I love it like that. You know, I've had opportunities to go to larger ministries and, you know, I call them baby mega churches, you know, but um, I prefer a more intimate environment. And until God does something different, that's what just, it's just home. Let's talk about your, your family life. Are you are you single? Dating? I am married in these streets. Hallelujah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. find it hard to have that work-life balance? No, no. It's not hard at all. You know, communication is key. Yes, support, it is. You know, you have to be with someone who supports you and not only supports you, but everything that comes along with you. Um, and, and, and that, of course, it has to be reciprocated. 
Um, so, you know, it's a partnership. And so um, she helps um, coordinate um, things that I have going on. And so she's all in along with me as I'm all in with her. We have a beautiful son named Israel, David Hambrick. He's amazing. He's perfect. I hate to say it. I just hate to, hate to put that. I know I don't. I don't hate to say it. I'm proud to say it. He's absolutely perfect. And he's four months old. So we got to know a little bit about you, your yeah. family life, your work life, what you do on the side with that voice. My, <laughs> yeah. My artistry, yeah. Yeah, you know. So before we uh, jump into Song Association, what would you say is, <laughs> don't be nervous, don't be nervous. <laughs> what would you say is next for you? I know you can't talk about a lot, but you know, some things that's in the works for you. Um, what's next? Whatever the Lord says is next. <laughs> no, um, but what's what's next is, uh, of course, my project. Um, okay. That that we're finishing up and have a single coming out. I said I wasn't gonna tell y'all, but I'm <laughs> tell you now. <laughs> I have a, a single that I'm working on. Um, well, that's finished, but a single that's gonna be coming out, and um, we're putting together a night of worship. Um, that's going to take place. And you guys have to follow me, keep up with me on social media because I want to get Definitely. to just yet. But keep up with me on social media. And I'm really looking forward to that and just um, having God moving that. So those are the things that are next. And you guys just have to keep, you know, keep watching and keep following me on social media um, just to stay tuned to what's all happening. Well, while we're on the topic of social media, you want to give out your socials to everybody? Yes, yes. Y'all can follow me on Tony Air Music, everything. TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, everything. Tony Air Music, SoundCloud. MySpace. Not MySpace. Oh, I don't know if you're going to find me. Whoa, that was, Lord have mercy. That was 2008. No, yeah. please, no. <laughs> Oh man, I need to take that down. Now that I think about that, I need to look and see. You still remember the login? Oh, listen, you know. Because <laughs> that's the real question. That's going to be the struggle, though. That's yeah. That's going to be the struggle. For sure. And so, um, but yeah, Tony Aaron, Tony Aaron Music, you can find me um, on all social media platforms. Yes, I appreciate the support and the love that you, know, you all are showing me in this season and um, just following this journey as God. As I said, just opens doors and make ways, you know, like the song by Sinatra that says Waymaker. He is truly a Waymaker, a miracle worker, and a promise keeper. You know, we, we were singing that song real hard, but I just started at listening to that song. And with the place that I'm in right now, it's just so, it's so real to me, even, you know, more so before when we were singing it, when it was very, very popular. I think it's still a popular song, but when it was at the height of its his popularity, you know, that song still hit for me. And I'm just like, yeah. God, you really making a way out of it. So I just like for you to just, you know, let's stay in touch and let's continue to connect and support one another. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Are you know how to find us? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna switch gears into song association. Tony, you familiar with the, right. the rules? Don't be too nervous. Right. Oh, okay, we're let's get the rules. Yes, I'm ready for the rules. I'm already <laughs> So Cartier is going to read you a word um, and you'll be given 10 seconds to give um, a song with the word in it. Okay, well, how many rounds we got on Jacob's lap here? 
<laughs> Jacob's ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you know, the, 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 the round goes high and high. I need to know how many rounds are going up here. <laughs> That's a trade secret. Trade secret. Oh, my God. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, let's okay. go. Okay. Well, let's use this voice. <laughs> All right, Cartier. Ten seconds. All right. Your first word, mighty. Oh Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Lord you're mighty. Lord you're mighty. Yeah, okay. Okay. I got you. And he get a point for the singing. Okay. Um, <laughs> fire. Fire. Ooh. Ooh, fire. <laughs> fire. Listen, I was like, fire. Oh, set a fire now. I don't know the words. Can't contain and I want something. Cause I want more of you got. I can I know I know the song, but I just can't think of the words right now. Hey, you're doing good so far. <laughs> Worship. Here's my word, worship, yeah, all of my worship. Father, receive my worship. Yes, sir. That's good. I will not keep silent. Yeah, don't get me started. Okay. Your next one is promise. Promise. Way make a miracle work. <laughs> Promise keep a light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Yeah, promise. Promise keep up. That's it. That's always on praise 102 fair. <laughs> Open. Open. I know. Man. Open the eyes of my heart. <laughs> Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Okay. Yeah, like and that. your last one, follow. Follow? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a hymn. Mm. Um, it's a hymn that my former <laughs> pastor used to sing all the time. Right out of time. Yeah, you're, ten, you're 10 seconds oh. left. Where he leads me, I will follow. Yeah. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was about to get me going. Let me stop myself. <laughs> that was about to get me going. Well, sous chefs. That was it. That was there you have it. You didn't see. You were nervous, but you, you made killed it. it. Listen, because y'all did a good job. Y'all gave some great words. I was you listen. I was on here trying to practice before we started. <laughs> I'm trying to get a little practice in. Like, okay, we Come actually on. got the words, <laughs> but you said, "Wow, okay, I see what you did, friend. I got you. That was good." It's not a listener. We don't do ordinary interviews. We we actually listen to every single. I thoroughly enjoyed, show. you know, conversing with y'all, man. You know, we gotta do it again. We gotta yeah. Do it again. Well, so chefs, and this has been another successful show. I'm your host Sly, and this has been the Melting Pot.